Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is Mike Francesa. Join me each week on the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. This is real sports talk for the podcast generation. Subscribe to the free Mike Francesa podcast today from wherever you get your podcasts. Don't even think about betting this football season until you check out the Sports Betters Paradise podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. The top college and pro football handicappers help you along all season long. Subscribe to Sports Betters Paradise wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, Matt Beamer again with here at In the Marbles with Preston Lude. Got a very good show in store for you today. We got some news to cover. We're going to go over a debate. We're going to talk about last weekend's races at Las Vegas and look forward to Fontana. So, very good show in store for you today. But, uh, hey, Preston, how was work? How was everything? Work is good and everything's great. Life is good, as the saying goes. Yeah, it was a welcome back to A-Shift for me. You've been four, so I had to work. I'm just getting off of four eight now. Yeah, I saw you in the parking lot. It was, we walked by. And yeah, you're I was like, like oh, got, I'm getting forced. Yeah, I got forced. So Welcome back. Later. Have fun with that. But we got a really, like I said, we got a really good show for you today. And I just want to take this time to say thanks to everybody who listened to the last week's episode, our second best episode, now up to 50 plays total. That's awesome. We're it's been doing great in just a few a few short days and. It's funny what happens awesome. when you go to your demographic and start passing out cards and stuff. Right, right. Love it. So, yeah, we're very fortunate here. We're very looking forward to next few th- th- this next race season coming up here. Looking forward to that very much so. <laughs> I can't say that enough, obviously. Going to hop right into it and hit the news. Of auto racing. Of auto racing. Auto racing news. <laughs> so what do you got for us, Preston? Well, there was a couple different things that came out of Las Vegas. Some of the things I wanted to just hit on happened over the weekend before we even got to the race itself. So we're talking NASCAR.com, <clears throat> excuse me, NASCAR.com reported that three teams 
over all three series were fined for lug nut violations after the races. So we're talking the 42 team of Chip Ganassi that was driven by Kyle Larson. Crew chief Chad Johnston was fined $10,000. This was just for one lug nut. In the Xfinity Series, we have Joe Gibbs Racing. Crew chief Ben, I want to say Beshoor, fined for $5,000. He's the crew chief of Harrison Burton's number 20 Toyota. And then in the Truck Series, Thor Sport Racing's number 99 truck, driven by Ben Rhodes, was fined $2,500. And that was crew chief Matt Noyce that was fined. Interesting things going on, but uh, one of the other big things probably that NASCAR.com reported over the weekend too was that three Toyota teams were all issued level one penalties for infractions. I think it was illegal body modifications. Yes, it was uh, the nose of all the cars were not meeting the specification and pre-race inspection. And that was the number 11, number 18, and the number 95 Toyotas. So we're talking Joe Gibbs Racing and then, of course, Levine Family Racing affiliated with Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, all three teams were all deducted 10 points in both team owner and driver standings, which right now early in the season doesn't seem like a lot. But if we were talking later in the season, that, that can make a difference a between so. making the chase and not, making the playoffs and not. And what happened also was that all Joe Gibbs racing cars and the 95 car were all docked practice time last Friday as well for attempting to change the shape of the front fenders with body filler. Ooh. So, like, it's kind of like, what's going on in Toyota camp? Where, you know, now people are probably thinking, oh, man, are these guys trying to cheat? Have they been cheating? But, I don't know, we'll, we'll have to see if it comes again. Who knows? Right. But, I mean, that was a pretty big, I mean, it wasn't, reported big but i mean to me that sounds pretty big especially when you're getting 10 points taken away from you nascar is probably keeping a close eye on this toyota camp at this point i would say so as well just to make sure they're all playing by the rules right exactly well what i got per adam stern on twitter is saying that uh nascar is talking to several tracks and several tracks are trying to get a single year deal for next year and the point behind this is to keep flexible the schedule flexible which i like i could see that trying out new tracks if that doesn't work well then we will go to somewhere else or just make the schedule more flexible here in the future looking forward to seeing how that happens and in nascar there was a debate after daytona the ryan newman crash mm-hmm. to see if they would change their overtime policy to change the green right checker right, and everything right. and i don't foresee that at all with um nascar doing that because we as race fans do not want to see the race end under caution if it can be helped. Well, I think what it comes down to and what <clears throat> excuse me, what people are really questioned about was on the last lap, of course, that accident that occurred happened kind of going into turn one, I believe it was, or it was right there. Yeah, the accident happened with Chase Elliott going into turn one. Right, so people were probably And then they thinking, raced They raced towards, the, ra- the no caution came out. Yeah. So they let them race, which they should have. Mm-hmm. And then the Ryan Newman thing happened, but they're going for a win at the Daytona 500 on a restrictor play track. Yeah. That's going to happen. Well, it like like I said, it, what it probably comes down to, uh, you know, of course, fans are probably like, oh, you know, why are they throwing the caution? But, you know, on TV, you don't you only see so much on TV in person. Let me guess. It was probably just Chase Elliott spun out and maybe one other car. Now, if we were talking a big wreck, then NASCAR would probably... They'd probably be scrambling to figure out, oh, should we throw that caution or not? But if if the track is getting cleared fast enough and cars are moving still, then, I mean, I really don't see a reason as to why you got to throw the caution. Then No, not at all. Did you get anything else? I, I did see that since we're going to Fontana this weekend in California, uh, 
We have Ryan Blaney running a special Kobe Bryant paint scheme. Yep, I saw Andrew that. Suarez will be carrying the names of the victims on his car as well as wearing special gloves and shoes as a tribute to Kobe Bryant. And then we saw Hendrick came out with Exalta. They're running a special scheme on William Bryant, <clears throat> excuse me, William Byron's car for Kobe Bryant as well. And then RCR announced that they're going to have a special decal on the number eight car of Tyler Reddick. Yeah, I saw so, that. And, and that's going to be a nice tribute for Kobe Bryant and his family into the NBA. When a de- big death like that happens, I think all sports come together. Right. Say, yeah, that's a big loss. That's our equivalent to losing maybe Dale Earnhardt. Maybe not to in a different way. Yeah. But it, it's nice to see everybody get together and do that for Kobe Bryant and his family, especially going to Fontana. And we also saw that um, <clears throat> they announced uh, Ross Chastain will be back in the car this week. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Newman. So did you see Ryan Newman on Instagram fishing the other day? Yeah, I saw that. So it, it's good that's, to... That's awesome to see that he's, you know, recovering nicely. Oh, yeah, just... Recovering, take your time, get back in when you're ready, man. Absolutely. And what else I found here, as per Brett Baldeck on Twitter again, (laughs) a new chair of Wilkes County Board stated that he's planning to reach out to Speedway Motorsports saying county will do whatever it needs, whatever assistance is needed to possibly open North Wilkesboro Speedway. Awesome. Not, Not saying a cup date's coming back to that. But what it doesn't I'm, have to necessarily be cup. It doesn't have to be cup at all. Trucks would do very successfully there. Didn't trucks race back at Rockingham at one point? At one point, yeah. And Which, I think if they do that again, I'd go. Oh, yeah, most I would love to go back to that. Most definitely go back to... I or, I, I've never been to Rockingham, so I think... Neither have I. I always enjoyed watching Rockingham on TV. I thought it was a fantastic track. And the last thing I have, unless you have anything else... Nope. In an interview... Last week, Kevin Harvick stated that, or asked if he was retiring at the end of 2023. He extended with Stuart Haas Racing until the end of 2023. Harvick stated, all eyes will be on Haley Deegan on, in 2024. Does this mean is this that Haley Deegan is being groomed for Stuart Haas Racing? I did see this on Twitter. My take? I don't really know, to be honest. I don't know I'm either. I'm not going to lie. I, it seems too That's within quick. her timeline. Well, yeah, it could. To go up to that level. A couple years in ARC, a couple years in truck, a couple years in... Xfinity. Xfinity. Yeah. So maybe early, too early, to, too soon to call. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I mean, I think he's just kind of like... Harvick, I think, is one of those people who likes to stir the pot. Harvick does like to stir the pot. Which... Oh! There are other things in this world that he stirs as well right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. And... and and one other thing that I was going to mention, it's not news, but when we were, uh, when my, when Caroline and I went to California for the Rose Bowl, we met this Lyft driver. I forget her, I forget her name. Caroline knows it. I should have asked her for it. <laughs> and Fontana was right down the road from where we were at. And I kind of wanted to go see the racetrack. Oh. Just to go see it. Uh-huh. Because I've never seen it except from the air. Oh, you guys flew over it? No, I flew over it going to Japan oh, after leave oh, okay. one year. Okay. You know, I was talking to her about it. It's like, you guys get a lot of race fans, you know, from all over. She goes, yeah. Lo- and, and she said the locals call it Fontucky at that point. Fontucky. Because a bunch of rednecks come and watch NASCAR at Fontana. Oh, jeez. Fontucky. Oh, my God. I thought that was funny. That's almost like a Heyman moment. And, like, you know, just so- and, and you know how long I've been holding off to say that? I've been holding off since January to say that. 
I thought that was the <laughs> funniest crazy. thing. I, I laughed so hard. It's like, that is so funny. Because Cal- right now. California's a whole new world over there. Yeah. And so when NASCAR goes over there, it's Fontucky. That is very interesting. Fontucky. Yeah, I thought it was great. You got any other news? I think we're done with the news here. No, you've... you've I'm just... I've rattled your brain here. Yeah, I, I you, blew your world there. You didn't blow my world. I just... Wow. Fontucky. That's... That's going to stick with me for a while. So might as well just head into a debate. You know what we need? Voiceover. Oh. I don't know how to do that yet. And I'm not paying someone. What kind of voiceover would you even have in mind? I don't know. Just something to. In the world. Uh, I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll get there. So this is my debate. I know last week we said we wanted to talk about the perception of NASCAR and are they getting complacent. Right, right, Which right. was good. But then I saw this happen on Saturday after the truck series race. Yes. So Kevin, uh, Kyle Busch, and we'll talk about it more, Kyle Busch dominated that truck series race. Yeah. So Kevin Harvick tweeted after the race. There was a few fans tweeting back and forth. And so Kevin Harvick on Saturday said, I'll put up a $50,000 bounty to any full-time cup driver who races in a truck race and beats Kyle Busch in the next four races. Because he's only limited to five a year. Right, and his next four are Atlanta, Homestead, Texas, and Kansas. Okay, so we have the four races right there. Yeah, I saw it this morning. Toby Christie, an article he did, he let everybody know when Kyle Busch's next four races were. So Marcus... Lemoyes, who is the CEO of Gander Mountain, who is the title sponsor of the truck series, said he's going to match the bounty, making it a $100,000 bounty. Dun, dun, dun. Now, here's my debate. Does this bounty, I'm going to put that in air quotes, does this bounty make the next four truck races, as previously mentioned by Preston, a joke, or does it help ratings? A second part to that, and we'll, we'll get to that, we'll get to that part first. So does this make this a joke to, nat, to the truck series? I wouldn't make it so much of a joke. I think it will help the ratings. Let's put it this way. It's not going to help the ratings right away because they're trying to find a driver. I don't know who well, the fact that it's a driver. The fact that it's a full-time cup driver, I think it should be whoever's racing full-time in the truck series. Well, there's it's only a couple of truck drivers right now that are actually competing full-time in the cup series. You know, Kyle Busch is one of them that's going to be driving the next couple races I think John Hunter Nemechek is another one. There's only like three or four of them. Timmy Hill's another one. Ross Chastain. I mean, he's not full-time in the Cup yeah, Series. Yeah, full-time but... in Xfinity. Yeah, it could go both ways. Joke, yes, you know, but here's the thing. I called into a radio show years ago. They were having a debate on, is it good for the sport that Kyle Busch is running all these lower series and he's winning? Yeah. It's ESPN Radio here in Charleston, 98.9 FM. Bobby Harton in the afternoons. There's, I called in, and I was ready to lay it down. I cannot stand Kyle Busch racing in lower leagues. The truck series, I, I just, it really, I can't stand when he's racing truck series because it, it doesn't make it enjoyable for me, let's put it that way. I like to watch up-and-comers, and I don't want to see Kyle Busch just dominating the entire time. Right, and, not that he didn't. He had a few racing moments there right? during the race. Not really much of a, once he got out in front, he was gone. Of course. But the way I see it, or why don't you finish your thought here? Like I said, I don't really have too much to it. I just kind of is a joke at times, and sometimes it's not. Well, I, I think it'll bring people to it. I think people are going to really tune in, especially if somebody steps up to the plate. We saw Denny Hamlin 
tweeting, uh, who did he tweet? Coca-Cola, I think it was, about sponsoring, because I think Hamlin would love to do it. But there was a, um, where was it? I saw an article about it or a tweet that somebody said, you know, nobody hates on Kyle Larson when he's racing dirt races, but why are we hating on Kyle Busch? I think that's different because it's not a sanctioned NASCAR race. It's a totally different series, totally different group of people. Right. It isn't the up-and-comers. It isn't the double way of NASCAR. Yeah. It's not the triple way, which would be the Xfinity, and double A would be the trucks. Yeah. It isn't in that pipeline towards the Cup Series, whereas sprint cars are totally different machines, and well, nobody hates on Kyle Larson for doing that. Tony no. Stewart did the same thing. Right. And a number of drivers went down to the lower levels to and they race. they do the Chili Bowl. Well, I mean, Chili, again, the Chili Bowl is a totally different Yeah, exactly. Thing. And not say and Harvick himself has raced in numerous truck races and Xfinity races and has won those races. And now Kyle Busch is doing it. Harvick isn't doing it as much. Well, and let's just put it as this. You know, does this point, do we think Kevin Harvick is doing this as like a, a joke? Or is he really stirring the pot because he can't stand seeing Kyle Busch going down there and just winning? And then, of course, we've seen, I've seen Kyle Busch, when he doesn't win down there, he's still upset you know you know well he's a competitor competitor. but But is harvick really serious about it or is he just just stirring the pot you know well what do you think well what was nice was kyle bush was initially really upset about this you know he's like this is dangerous and i agree with him and that's the second part of our debate is is the bounty a bad idea we've seen it in hockey where or not necessarily a bounty but you have your tough guy come in. You have your enforcer come in, and just the Brashear incident is a good one. Yeah. Where you just hit him in the head, and does this bounty create an atmosphere of, I'm going to wreck you and do that, which Kevin Harvick went on to say, you know, beat him fair and square, you can't wreck him, good, friendly, fun. Yeah, I guess Kyle So he kind of put a disclaimer that. in there. He's yeah. kind of covering his own butt there, if you ask me. But here's the way I see it. I think this... I've, I was already going to watch the next four races. Now I'm going to intently watch the next four races. I wish it was open up to everybody, not just a full-time cup driver. I think I they was, may move I wish it was open that. up to maybe uh, the Johnny Sauters, the Christian Eckeses, and the Ben Rhodes, the Sheldon Creeds, the guys who are full-time in the truck series. Yeah. Hey, step up and beat this guy, and I'll give you $50,000. Well, now that it's $100,000. I mean, now that, now that it's $100,000. And Kyle Busch said this. He said, what's in it for me if I win? What if I totally go out there and win these next four races because he won the last seven in a row he's yeah. participated in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they came to the conclusion with the help of a fan that the Bundles of Joy Foundation with him and Samantha. So if Kyle Busch beats this bounty, that goes to that charity. Okay. So there's his incentive to beat them. And, you know, I, I can't wait to see what happens. But that's kind of the debate. Is this friendly fun? And Harvick even said it's friendly fun. You can't wreck him. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say you can't move him out of the way with your bumper. Well, we know that that's already given. Somebody will do that. But, you know, you hear the word bounty. and You automatically think bad. And I go back to the Saints and Bounty Gate where that whole thing happened and defense was just torn up yeah. because they were rewarding people for making the big hits and making the big plays. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a bounty, but it's at, along the same lines. And that's kind of where I was going at with that. Is this a bad idea? And then we'll see. We'll see over the next four races. Only time will tell, and that's all it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, you have anything else to add to that? No. Uh, so we're, we won't even we won't even see it until the trucks aren't even racing this weekend. The trucks are back 
in two in March, two weeks, March fourteenth, March fourteenth. They are at Atlanta. Even though it's only the next four races, I mean, we still have two weeks out until that next race to begin with. So maybe, maybe somebody steps up. I don't know. It gives plenty of time too. Like I said, Danny Hamlin was tweeting about it. it. Gives them all plenty of time. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to kind of see where that goes, and it will definitely raise ratings. I think because you will probably see maybe not a Denny Hamlin come down, but I would venture to say maybe a Kyle Larson. It just it, there is time now that I look back over here. You know, with Atlanta March fourteenth, Homestead is on March the twentieth. And then, you know, they re- it was reported that he was going to run a Texas race, but there's two Texas races on the schedule. I'm assuming that it's going to be this first one. Yeah, because you can't race it during the playoff one. Yeah, so it'll be the 27th, and then at Kansas, Kansas is on May the 30th. So that's still a couple months away to find somebody else to do it. We'll see. I, I, think, it, I think it'll be fun. It's not necessarily a bounty. I think bounty is a harsh word to be yeah, using. I think, I think a friendly competition. It may change to that. I, you know, maybe the... Because uh, the, the f- idea of a bounty to me in any sport, regardless of if it's a stick and ball sport or NASCAR, is a bad idea. Maybe I, more money will be thrown into it instead of it just being $100,000. Maybe they'll up that price. And then Kyle Busch is going to be even more eager to win. He's always eager to win. He's always eager to win. That's our debate. Uh, Let us know what you think there on social media. Is this bounty a bad idea, or is this going to help the truck series? I know I'm going to be watching, and like I said, I'm going to be watching regardless, but now I'm going to be making making time to tune in, especially if watching the entry list if a couple drivers there. So we'll go from there, and uh, I got a hey, man. I found a hey, man. Oh, so did I. So I'm going to go ahead and do hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. So I found this tweet, and the only reason I got it is because it was replied to by NASCAR guy and all this stuff. It was by Parker Kligerman. Kligerman. And this tweet was tweeted four days ago, and it was a, in response to Angela Ruck coming off a of pit road during qualifying in the truck series race in Las Vegas and spinning out. Okay, I can't wait to hear this one. Parker Klingerman tweeted this. Let's raise the qualification standards for the three series. Side note, I can't wait till the day a woman absolutely laps the field. Truly, we are the only sportsmen and women that can compete on equal grounds. Can't wait until a superior, talented woman, women are throughout the field. Pretty much he's saying he needs to raise the qualification standards based on this spin out. Now, Angela Ruck, she took quite exception to that, and I don't blame her. And I can't, I'm not, I can't really verbatim. Angela Ruck is very, she has no filter. <laughs> okay. I guess you, I guess you could say. And so I'm, I'm going to try to verbatim this. She said, I, I blew a tire. The difference between me, me and you little pansies. I'm going to say pansies. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's better. Is I make my own path. In fact, if you do not shut your trap, I'll slap your, <laughs> slap your little butt Sad little fellas had no date, had no dates in high school. And oh my gosh, uh, she, I'm sorry. I'm trying to verbatimly read it and censor I'm, it. Yeah, I'm assuming there's a lot of uh, cuss words in there. She was mad. It's a shame that we try to keep it. But clean then, here. and a lot of people either there were two clear sides to this. You were either for Angela Ruck or against or, her, or you were against her. And this one guy tweeted, "Make my own path equals I paid for my seat." 
Angela Rock, again, took exception to that. 99% of NASCAR does today. Hashtag facts. And then there were a lot of memes, like, of people, like, looking all crazy and stuff. Oh, a lot of gifts. And NASCAR guy tweeted to Angela Ruck, at least your uncle can shift gears properly. The exhaust flames cannot be, and the replay cannot obviously show you that you can't. And that's okay, though. I miss a lot of shifts, too. H patterns can be tricky. Oh, man. It's, you talk about kicking the hornet's nest with Angela Ruck. Yeah, I don't and the little it... time that I've had watched her, and, and she races for Rain Brothers Racing. So, you know, I naturally follow her. I like that team. And yeah, we've had... We've had Josh a lot. We've had a before. lot of Josh and Jesse and Brian on there, and so if you want to go back and listen to those episodes, uh, do so. They're very, very good episodes. But I don't understand how this is. Um, it's just funny. Like everybody's up in arms about this. Again, I can't read a lot of the comics Angela wrote because it's just all. She's angry, and yeah, I don't blame I her. Tell. I don't blame her because like it. she's on the defensive and she's trying her hardest, and so is that team. But that's my hey man, and, and then uh, we'll go on to your hey man. We're not ranting this this week like we were. No, no, like, no. There's no rant. Like this we, week. I say you, we, but you were ranting last week. I mean, I got a good review from somebody that said my rant was pretty good. Well, yeah. I mean, she's. I, I didn't get it bored in edgewise. I feel like. Well, sorry if that's how you felt. I really had to pick apart the NASCAR fan base. It's okay. So your hey man. So NASCAR on NBC had put out a photo. Yesterday on Facebook, and it was, you know, the, the field being led by the pace car, like five wide, deep, you know, five five wide, and then you know, however many rows deep, you know, I'll show it to you right there. See. Yeah, yeah, it's like a tribute. Yeah, a tribute, lap. you know. So. They do that for tributes. In the comments, somebody said, I'm just going to say Stacy, you know, because that's the name there. I probably won't even watch the race this weekend. That's how much I dislike Auto Club Speedway. I am a long, long time fan of NASCAR, but there are some tracks I just don't like, and Cali is at the top. Yeah, well, there, I mean, there are tracks I don't like either, but yeah. I still watch the race. Oh, don't worry. They even commented again. I wish NASCAR would leave California for other tracks or possibly a new track. It's only there because a big bucks to draw took it there, and they abandoned what made NASCAR great. Short tracks throughout the South and Mid-Atlantic region. Sad. All right. That's fine. Yeah. I understand. Well, then get rid of Daytona if you don't like the big tracks. Get yeah, rid of Talladega. Exactly. You know, I understand that NASCAR was primarily founded in the South. and It, yeah, was it wasn't all... primarily. It was founded well, in yeah. the South. I mean, like, short tracks, yes, and everything in the South. But we have to look at the big picture. This 2020, NASCAR is trying to still, you know, it's like a national sport now all across the United States. That's fine if you don't want to watch Auto Club this weekend. I find Auto Club to be a very fantastic racetrack, to yeah, be honest. absolutely it does. So, that was my hey, man. I mean, look, if you don't want to watch, that's great. It's fine. We'll still be all here being fans. I'm looking forward to Fontucky. Hey, man. That was hey, man. Nah, short and sweet. thought it was funny how people got on Angela Ruck. We'll talk about her a little bit more. In the- she, I didn't even know she could get that fired up. You should have heard her in her car during Daytona. Oh, you were listening? I was listening the whole time until she wrecked. Ooh. And then your eyes were probably like, oh. Oh, man. She seems like such a sweet lady. Man, she's no filter. <laughs> so we'll hop into NASCAR. We'll review the um, Las Vegas races. Green, green, green. Love it. So we're going to start at the truck race. 
134 lap truck race at Las Vegas. Kyle Busch dominated. Yeah, that you could pretty much just slap that right on there. Kyle Busch dominated, and then you could probably move on from there. Stage one, <laughs> stage two victory, race victory, led 108 of the 134 laps. Tan, uh, notable mention here, Tanner Gray, who, who finished eighth, had an impressive run. He was kind of a name that was all, up there all the time racing him. Kyle Busch won both stages, right? Kyle Busch won everything. He swept everything. Stage one, stage two. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, sit here. Thank you. Hey, I saw that. You gave up your seat for the woman with the oxygen tank. Always showing your good side. Know how else you could help her? Donate at Griffles Plasma, because she also relies on plasma-based medicines. By donating at Griffles Plasma, you make it possible for patients to get where they're going in life. And that feels really good. Become a Griffles Plasma donor, and you can receive up to $800 this month. Find a center at grifflesplasma.com. Finished the race. I had it led 108 of the 134 laps. As usual. No one could touch him. I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound like a bad thing, that it's as usual that he's doing that. No, but that was Kyle Busch at the truck race. That was a truck race. Yeah. And honorable mentions here, Natalie Deckard finished 21st, Angela Ruck finished 24th, and Josh Rayum finished 27th. Again, go back and listen to those episodes. Maybe we could try, try to have Angela on here. I'd like to have her on here and talk to her about her. We uh, should hit her up. We, we we'll tweet her. We should tweet her. And she, s- might, she might want to come yeah, on. why not? Of course, if we asked her. And the cars came back, and the trucks came back on one piece. Yeah. I, I feel like if we were to tweet her, and then she would come on, and we asked her about the situation with Parker Kligerman, she would probably, like, oh, we'd well, have to be doing a lot of censoring. I'd have to hit the censor button a lot. And <laughs> I have a to, bit. I have to remind her that we don't really like to use that censor button. It's there for emergencies. But very, very good run for it. They finished the race. Yeah, 24th and 27th. For Angela Ruck and Josh Rayum, but they'll get there. A team again, a team I'm keeping my eye on. And then we go to the Xfinity race, which was postponed until after the Yeah, we got one stage in. And then they were and then they trying were, the track and then they were gonna it was go the, and then sh- trying it again. Stage of Daytona. I actually talked to one of my friends out there named Ron who said it's it's gonna be a washout. And that's why I switched my qualifying pick over to Denny Hamlin thinking they'd do it by points and well, I was wrong about that. <laughs> In fantasy. <laughs> and I thought, man, I could get the one up on these guys getting intel from the ground. I thought qualifying would be rained out. I, again, go for it. I'm doing horrible in that league in, in the Marbles 2.0. And we got more people in it, too. Yeah, up to 10 last time I checked. But Xfinity Race was a good one. Chase Briscoe really was the class of the field, and there in his uh, Stuart Haas Ford won stage one, finished third in stage two, and ultimately won the race leading 89 of the 200 laps. Junior Motorsports did a great job taking care of that with uh, Justin Allgaier and Michael Arnett up there with Noah Gregson up there. Yeah, did a great job here. Ross Chastain ended up finishing 10th in that race. Harrison Byrne in 5th. Very good race. We'll get to the rate the race here and we'll get more into that. But that was that was fun. But then we get to the, uh, the cup race right before the Xfinity race finished out. And I thought 
this driver was going to have it, Chase Elliott. He was, oh, so on Sunday morning, I was at church, and my pastor was talking to me. He's like, you know, what do we got today? And I said, Las Vegas is today. And he said, cool, I might watch it, but, you know. Does I, your pastor have one of our cards? Uh, uh, no, that's a I no. He, no, that's no, a no. I think I did give him a card before, actually. You no, know, now you're just and defending he, yourself. No, if you, no, 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 no. I really did. I'm pretty sure I did. Start an answer off with uh, you're probably no, trying I'm to find. No, I'm pretty sure the, I gave him one. Uh, Anyways, now you're pretty sure he's a big Chase Elliott fan. He said, uh, you know, if Chase Elliott doesn't win, then you know, he's just that's I, I want Chase Elliott to win today. So Chase Elliott looked really good in that race all day, all day. One stage one and stage two. I really thought he was going to have it. Yeah, he was, and until that one little, and it seems like that a lot of that happening. You touch fenders now, and the wheel well collapses in, and yeah. there goes your day. That was weird. That happened a lot. There was a lot of contact. Yeah, it was throughout that race. But what surprised me the most in stage one, Truex was the only Toyota up there. Yeah. Other than that, it's that stage one goes like this. Elliot Truex, Harvick, Blaney, Logano, Byron Larson, Alex Bowman, Jimmy Johnson, Ross Chastain, who was doing great until he spun bring up, bringing yeah, those, out the final caution. Those Hendrick Chevys looked really strong for quite some time. They all did. All of them were in the top ten I, for a while. And for pretty much most of the race, I thought Alex Bowman was going to come up there and challenge Ryan Blaney for the win mm-hmm. right before Ross Chastain spun out. That was unfortunate. That was, and he was having a good run, and he even kicked himself saying, this isn't where this car should run. Yeah. Man, it's your first time, It's your first weekend in that shows, car. It just shows the passion behind Ross Chastain. But not only that, it shows the toughness of the sport. You can't just hop in yeah. to a good quality machine like a Roush car and expect to do well. you gotta, you got to work at it, too. And Roush Chastain, I think, was too hard on himself, even after a great weekend where he was... Give it time. Give it yeah. time. And I think maybe he might be a contender to replace Jimmy Johnson when he retires at the end of the year. I've seen a lot of names, but I think Ross Chastain might be a good contender. But yeah, that was a well, that was a fun race. I really enjoyed the cup race. And after the Chase Elliott thing, Joey Logano ended up going up there with the Fords of Ryan Blaney and Brad Keselowski, which we knew Penske runs well there at Yeah, of course. It, it all came Las down Vegas. to that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, after Ross Chastain had spun out, that final restart. Well, yeah, Logano stayed out with a few other people, and then we had a lot of people coming down pit road. Oh, I thought they were going to be sitting ducks. I think all of us did. I mean, I for sure was like, oh, man, you know, Logano staying out, a couple other guys, all these guys are coming to pit road. You know, we only restarted with, what, two or three laps to go? I thought for sure sitting ducks, but that proved to be wrong. Boy, what a backfire that was for all those guys going yeah, to pit Log- road. Yeah, Logano, once they got racing behind him and he got in clean air, he was gone, but I was... But the final top top ten are like this, and this was a good race. Logano went securing his spot in the playoff mm-hmm. very early. Matt Benedetto, great run. Thought he was going to have it there. I, I was hoping, I was pulling for him. So was a lot of other people. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. third, Austin Dillon fourth, and Jimmy Johnson fifth. This is this was a surprise to me. I'm glad this happened. Bubba Wallace finished sixth. Kozlowski seventh. Harvick eighth. Larson ninth, and Ty Dillon. Rounded out the top 10. An interesting top 10, for sure. Very interesting top 10. Kyle Busch ended up 15th. Corey LaJoy 16th. Martin Truex Jr., who had issues of his own, ended up 20th. Look where Chase Elliott ended up 26th. Yeah. I mean, that just happens, though. It happens. They had that race going well, and then he cuts down the tire. It's never fun to hear 
the leader who's having a dominant day cut down a tire. You you want to see them all do well, but that's just racing, man. That's just part of it. Yeah. So how about we rate these races? Yeah, rate man. the races. This is where I'm I was coming to up here. to. All right, we'll, we'll start off with the truck again. I'm just gonna go again. We use the rating system of the NASCAR Fan Council to rate these races. I hit my hand just now. That's Did you a, hear that? No, I heard that. That's hmm. a bummer. I'm sure everybody else heard it too. That don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you make that mistake only once, hopefully. So yeah, we rated we rated within five categories based on the NASCAR Fan Council, which is memorability, competitiveness, unpredictability, intensity, and excitement. For memorability for the truck race, I gave it a three. Kyle Busch is in it. He won. Plain That's his straightforward. Competitiveness, I gave it a, a seven because there were people racy with Kyle Busch, but once he got into the clean air, he was gone. Unpredictability, I gave it a two. Again, Kyle Busch is in the race. He's leading everything. Yeah, there's no... What you say Kyle Busch is in the race? Everybody just already just knows, assumes where this yeah, is going. They just assume they, they pretty much could read the writing on the wall. Intensity, I gave it a five because there were some racing moments on the restarts that led me to believe somebody might have a, ch- a chance. And excitement, I gave it a five with an overall of a 4.4 for that race. Wow, that's a low overall. I've, I don't think I've, again, I'm not a, I'm not a huge com- um, fan of drivers in the Cup Series coming down to the Truck Series and racing. I get it. That's their trucks. They could do whatever they want with it. In fact, they, NASCAR probably, instead of lim- limiting it to five, they should limit it to one race oh, that they could one re- race a year one race a year pick your race except daytona i would say leave that off yeah and if you want to race a podunk you know a fontana or a kansas or whatever or if you want to race eldora or if you want to just race eldora yeah, yeah exactly you can do that limited one year i think actually you know what i'm gonna i'll kind of go off yours i think it should be they get one a year, and Eldora is an automatic they can race if they want. Other than that, you should just get one race, uh, you know, other yeah. than that. Other so than Daytona. I think Eldora should be the exception because the truck series are the only ones that race at Eldora. Yeah, yeah, and that's a fun race to watch there, too. So that, so for me, trucks this weekend in Las Vegas, 4.4. What do you got? 5 out of 10. That's uh, it. I, 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 there's no, like we said, the writing is on the wall. Kyle Busch was in it, and it's not, it doesn't make it, in my opinion, enjoyable. It doesn't, and... What I mean, I'm not. I don't like to hate spew hate at Cowboys. It's just it's just the way it goes, you know. Oh yeah, I would say so. So, moving on to Xfinity race, which there at the end, Noah Gregson did Snyder wrong, straight up wrecking him. But I thought it was. I didn't. I didn't know what transpired on the track. I wasn't really unlike the Cup race. I really just watch it for the racing. I don't try to get into the stuff because I don't have the ability to listen to scanners at home. But but for the Xfinity race, that, that rated a bit higher, uh, 8.4 for me. I thought it was a good race. I thought all three races this weekend were good. Oh, you don't listen to scanners on the app? NASCAR? They don't have it for Xfinity, do they? Oh, I don't know. I don't really, I haven't really checked. I usually just listen to it when the Cup Series are around. Yeah, I do that with the Cup Series. But as far as the Xfinity and trucks, I don't think they have that ability yet. And they should. Mm-hmm. But I give it an eight point four with a memorabilia of nine. Chase Briscoe, I like Chase Briscoe. Can't wait to see what he does in the upper levels. Competitiveness eight, unpredictability eight, intensity nine, and excitement eight. With an overall of eight point four for me for the Xfinity race. Uh, my my overall was not an eight point five. I enjoyed it. Another good Xfinity race. It was good that we had a doubleheader on a Sunday. 
unfortunately that it got rained out after I don't even think they got to even start the second stage. They got through stage one, and I'm pretty sure it started raining after that. Yeah, and, and that happens. Again, can't beat nature. We talked about that last episode. But you also can't beat a doubleheader on a Sunday either, so. That was fun until we, I worked a lot on the house Sunday, watched the race, and then, i not going to lie, I pulled a Preston and took a nap during the Xfinity race. I, was uh, so, I, was so, I honestly did not take a nap this time during the Cup Series race. I was so tired. We were doing some work at the house during the Cup Series race, so I had to turn it on the radio. And that happens, and that's okay. You can, I, I, I like MRN. Oh, yeah. Well, PRN was broadcasting oh, okay. PRN. this past weekend. Well, PRN, MRN, I like I like listening to the radio broadcast yeah, of the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always great. I listen to radio broadcasts. I listen to a little bit of William Byron's radio for a little while, too. It's all, all yeah, I thought Byron might have had his first win there. What did they say? The last seven winners of Las Vegas have all been past cup champions. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's ever been a first-time winner at Las Vegas, which makes it a tough, which shows how tough that track is. Yeah. All right, then we get to the final race, the cup race. Overall, 8.6 for me. With memorability, competitiveness, and intensity all at nines. Unpredictability at eight. It seemed like the four, whoever was out front with that clean air had the advantage. The advantage and then excitement in eight, which okay. could have been a little higher, but overall 8.6 for me for I the cup I gave it a nine out of 10. I enjoyed it. It was a good race. Another good last okay, A very race. good race. Well, I mean, ending was good. I just, I don't know. I really thought Matt Benedetto was going to have it there for a second. Yeah, oh, that would have been so much fun to see him win. I want to I be at the race where he wins first. That I'm would be really cool. At Bristol or Coca-Cola 600. That'd be great to see him win that. But Talladega, I mean, I'm not going to go to Talladega this year probably, but I, like to, I just like to see him win. I think that'd be a popular victory of the year. All right, so now that we've covered Las Vegas, let's go into Auto Club Speedway this weekend, or as they say there in, if you're local to the Los Angeles area, Fontucky. 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 Two-mile D-shaped track. Very fun track. And I, I did some research here, and in, in the past five, and we're going to talk about Cup Series and Xfinity here. In the past five races in the Cup Series, both Toyota and Chevy won two races, and Ford's have one win. The past two Chevy winners was Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Larson, Jimmy in 2016 and Larson in 2017. And Toyota has the two, two most recent victories with Martin Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch in 2018 and 2019. And his win last year gave him Kyle Busch his 200th win overall in all three series. And Ford only has one with Rakislavski in 2015. Not saying that Fords don't run there. Because here's my top five drivers to keep an eye on here, and I'm probably going to show my hand here for fantasy. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. Here's the five top five drivers that I saw to keep an eye on. Brad Kozlowski, since 2015, has an average finish of 3.8 there. That's good. That's very good with his lowest finish in the past five years coming in 2016, a ninth. The second driver to keep an eye on for me is Kevin Harvick. He has... The lowest average finish of the drivers on this list. In the past five years, his lowest is a 35th, but last year he finished fourth. Kevin Harvick's on my list. Kyle Busch, always a factor everywhere you go. But here's what impressed me. He won in 2019, finished third in 2018, eighth in 2017. And you can see he's just progressively getting better. In 2016, he finished 25th. In 2015, he missed that race. 
because of that injury at Daytona during the Xfinity race. Mm -hmm. Despite that, in the past five years, an average finish is 7.5. Okay. That's impressive. I don't know how he pulled that off, but that's Kyle Busch for you. The uh, fourth driver to keep an eye on is Martin Truex Jr. with an average finish of 10.6. And the fifth driver, Joey Logano, average finish of 4.6. I don't even know if I want to, like, reveal... Drivers that I pretty I'm much just about. I pretty much just revealed my hand for. I guess I could. I guess it wouldn't hurt to reveal my hand for fantasy this weekend. No, it's not going to hurt me because I'm totally. If I don't, if I don't pull some a rabbit out of my hat, I'm I'm gonna. It's still early in the season, though. It is. But I mean, I I, I can go over my lineup. Well, that's not my lineup. Oh, I'm mean, I'm gonna throw my lineup that's, out there because I don't care. Oh, okay. So let's hear what you got. Uh, I got Ryan Blaney. This is. Let's put it this way. I got three Fords and two Chevys in my five. Okay. I got Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, and Brad Keselowski. So I have all the Penske here. And then I have Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace. So no Toyotas in there? No. Even after the stats I just read you? Nope. I've got the stats. I got Denny Hamlin in the, as my garage pick in no. case I need to bring him out. I would never, ever put Denny Hamlin in the garage. He's always going to be a starter for me. Well, see, but that, this is what hurts me is you can only use a driver 10 times in the season. So, like, I'm trying to foresee other tracks in the future this is well. true so i'm just going off of i think maybe the fords might have something this weekend i mean i have like kevin harvick winning the pole and winning races or winning the race but i don't have him in my lineup right okay so, you know fair enough so there there's your lineup for fantasy i have yet to do mine i'm gonna quit showing my hand not that people are using it because people are doing way better than me way better than me it's okay that but then we go to the xfinity race and it's a there have been no Toyotas to win in, in the past five season Xfinity races. It's been Chevys and Fords up there with Chevy winning the three out of the five and Fords winning the past two races. Now with these Chevys in 2015, 2016, and 2017, all three of those Chevys were driven by now full-time cup drivers with Kevin Harvick, Austin Dillon, and Kyle Larson. And in the past two seasons... We have two more cup drivers that are now full-time with Joey Logano and Cole Custer driving forwards, winning in 2018 and 2019. But my, my top five, drive, five drivers to keep an eye on just based on what I've seen. It's a lot of up-and-coming newcomers and, and the way the season's going. With Chase Briscoe with one start last season but finished fifth, he's on a roll. Ross Chastain with an average finish of 20.2, but I think he's in a better place. Michael Arnett. Justin Allgaier and Noah Gregson. So I'm going junior motorsports heavy here. Good call. Noah Gregson and Justin Allgaier both have average finishes of 12th, though Noah Gregson only has one start there. And Michael Arnett in nine starts, average finish of 14.6, but I think that team is turning around. That's who I, that's who I'd keep an eye on this weekend for the Xfinity race. And as stated before, on March 14th, the Truck Series is coming back to Atlanta after the West Coast swing for... Xfinity and Cup. That is all I got. That all eight of my notes. Yeah, those things are on fire, dude. You were just burning through it. I burned them in on oil, typing all that up, which is fine. I don't mind. All right. So, you got anything to add for the Xfinity race? No, other than just hitting my head on the microphone. Yeah, well, don't again. You make that mistake once. So, if you don't have anything to add, we'll just go ahead and hit our final thoughts and start wrapping up the show. White flag. White flag. White flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. Final thoughts. Looking forward to Pontucky. It's going to be another exciting race. I always enjoy coming to Auto Club. I was happy, Fontana, and, and I was it. happy to see in Las Vegas that they had 
it looked like these grandstands were pretty full. Yeah, it did. I'm looking forward to this race and hoping the grandstands are fuller than they were last year. That's how I gauge the health of the sport, not by anybody's opinion. How full are those grandstands? And if grandstands are fuller this year than last year for Fontana, I think the sport's going in the right direction. Because mm-hmm. it used to be sell out there, but we'll see. You know, I wish the Rolls Bowl was happening this week, and so I could say, hey, I'm going to go to the NASCAR race too. Anybody want to go? My fa-? And everybody would say no. Oh. But I'd go to the yeah. NASCAR race. I'm going, yeah, yeah, why not? Hey, I'm in town. Might as well go. Yeah. I think and, it's going to, we're going to have some good racing on tap. Xfinity Series on Saturday at 4 o'clock, and that'll be on FS1. And then we have the Cup Series on Sunday at 3.30 p.m. on Fox. Overall, it's going to be a good racing weekend. I'm excited. Always look forward to Fontana. Probably say it's one of my favorite tracks to go to. I mean, when I was racing, when I would race like on Xbox, like on NASCAR games, Fontana was quite a regular track I would race at. It's never been a fun track for me to race on, but I've always enjoyed watching it. It's just cool, you know, taking those just wide sweeping angles into the turns and then, you know, there's a ton of different lines all over the track to race. So when you see everybody sweeping into the corner and you got cars up near the wall, you got cars down on the, you know, the white line. It's so cool to watch when you see that angle of the camera angle shooting, watching them come off of turn two, and you just see everybody sweeping, and then it all just comes back together, coming down the back straightaway. That's, like, one of the coolest things I see. Yeah, and with the new aero package, it should make it interesting. Yeah. Before we wrap it up here, we have to get to our driver of the week, and this week in auto racing. Yes, we do. Almost forgot. But I'm glad we did it here because in February 25th of ni- in the year 1990, Mark Martin finishes first at Richmond, leading the final 16 laps of the Pontiac Excitement 400. Martin's Roush Racing Ford is docked 46 points, and crew chief Robbie Pemberton is fined $40,000 by NASCAR when officials find an unapproved carburetor spacer in, in the carburetor. <laughs> But Mark Martin is allowed to keep the win, which wouldn't wouldn't be allowed in this era of racing because if you if your car fails final inspection, you are docked that win. But Mark Martin wins the first Richmond race in 1990, February 25th, 1990. So that being said, who is our driver of the week? Well, since February 25th was just well, we just passed it, of course. Our driver of the week is Davy Allison. Great pick. Yeah, a fantastic pick. Born David. Carl Allison on February 25th, 1961, known for driving the iconic number 28 Texaco Havoline Ford for Robert Yates Racing in what is now the NASCAR Cup Series. He was born in Hollywood, Florida, the oldest of four children born to Bobby and Judy Allison. Family moved to Hueytown, Alabama, and along with Bobby Allison's brother Donnie, Red Farmer, and Neil Bonnet, they became known the as Alabama the Alabama Gang. Gang. In just his short Cup Series career, 191 races run over nine years. I mean, I wouldn't say it was too short. He accumulated 19 wins, 92 top tens, and 14 poles. Some of those wins coming the Daytona 500, the Coke 600, and a three-time winner at Talladega, along with winning the All-Star Race two times. Unfortunately, Davey was taken away from us July 12, 1993, when he was flying to Talladega Super Speedway to watch family friend Neil Bonnet and his son David test a car for David's Bush Series debut. We picked up another friend, family friend, Red Farmer, en route to the track. And as Davy Allison was attempting to land a helicopter, the craft nosed up suddenly and crashed. 
The NTSB blamed the crash on his inexperience in helicopters along with his decision to attempt attempt a landing. Neil Bonnet was able to free semi-conscious Red Farmer, but Allison was unresponsive and was not freed until paramedics arrived. So we lost Davey Allison that day, which is a very sad and tragic. 93 was a bad year for NASCAR. We lost Alan Kowicki. We lost right. Davey Allison. Mm-hmm. But I think Allison's best known for his year prior in 1992 where he won a race, racked, won a race, racked, it seemed like, got hurt a lot during that season and was racing for a championship in the where Alan Kowicki ultimately won but then was wrecked out. But Allison would have rewritten the history books for sure in NASCAR. Yeah, and, you know, of course, I don't know if you ever saw the, you know, they did like a, uh, it was a short tribute, not really a tribute, it was a documentary. I can't remember what it, where it was shown on, but, you know, we know that Davey Allison's organs were, they were donated. I saw that, yeah, and, and his heart went his to guy, this. Guy, yeah, yeah, that was very That was very, very good, and I could only think, like, how thankful, I mean, it's from the ashes of tragedy come somebody's blessing. Right, and that guy it, was a Davey Allison fan, too, which was cool. I mean, he got four extra more years or something like that from that. Right, I, I don't right. know the guy's name, but, yeah. man, that was, I saw that documentary. It was crazy to watch, and I'm glad he's inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I I, I think he would have rerun in the record books 100%. Yeah, definitely, you know, between him and Alan Kulwicki, definitely, you know, we always wish... We could have these guys still around. Yeah, know, even Dale, Allison. Even Dale Earnhardt said I'd finish second to him just to bring him back. Right, which right. is something to say for coming from Dale Earnhardt. Coming from a Dale Earnhardt, that was our driver of the week and this moment in NASCAR. This week in NASCAR. This week yeah, in NASCAR. Excuse me. But if you got nothing else, I, I just want to say again to all the people listening out there, thanks for the listens. Man, it feels good to see big numbers on the counter there for us. Really excited about this season. Really excited where we're going with this. Thank you guys so much for that. Really, thank you, Marbleheads. Yeah, you thank rock. you, Marbleheads. We never ba- we're building our army slowly. Oh, and I forgot to mention. So you, last week I mentioned uh, Kyle, which we're going to have him on the show next week. Right. Talking to Kyle Summers about what he does and how he races and what he races up there in, in Indy, Indiana. Indiana. Uh, Indiana. Not Indiana Jones. Nope. What? Okay. Well, you said Indy, you know, like Indy, yeah. Indy. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Okay. Now I'm now you threw off my train of thought here, man. <laughs> he, he's, he listened to our podcast last week and said, hey, appreciate the shout out and all that stuff. I said, yeah, no problem. I said, I, to, I, I didn't write down your wife's name because him and his wife was there at Daytona. I didn't write down your wife's name, but so her name is Brooke. Okay. And he, because he texted me and said, hey, it was, it's Brooke. Okay, so I'll give cool. her. I wanted to give Brooke a quick shout out here on this episode, and I I should write down everything, but I don't. If you have nothing else, I got nothing else. We'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, look, uh, episode twenty three, man. Yeah, slowly yet surely, just gaining everything. The ball's rolling. The and ball it continues is, to roll. Absolutely. So, well, uh, thank you everybody again so much for tuning in to this week at In the Marbles. Make sure to. Like us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for all the latest updates. Maybe a few comments thrown in in and there. Looking forward to Fontucky. And uh, make sure to sign up for In the Marbles 2.0, our fantasy league, for a chance to enter in for a $100 Amazon gift card at the end of the season. For Preston Lute, I am Matt Beamer. Again, thank you for listening, and have a good rest of your week.
Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 